Shut up and sit down. hear me? Is anybody hearing me? That'd be great. Okay, I see somebody can hear me. Um, Maybe it's only Senna who can't hear me. Oh, that's so sad. Um, It's just, um, I'm honestly, I'm miserable. I took a nap and thinking that would help, but you know that magic nap time frame where you get just enough nap for it to be awesome and then you can continue about your day and it was a great thing. Um, I missed that magic number. I missed that magic number. My magic number is somewhere around um, 45 minutes. If I sleep too much, then it's like I slept really hard and it it was bad and if I sleep and then anything less than that it's just like it's cock tease so um, I slept for an hour and a half and now I'm miserable I'm more miserable now than before I took my nap which is ridiculous uh, I don't know why the volume is weird you guys I have no clue uh, but I'm miserable so I don't know how long my birthday party is going to last and I don't have any fucking tea, and I'm going to share a secret with you. I like to-go cups from places like McAllister's, um, the plastic with the lid and the straw. Um, I drop my glass, um, and I have plenty of glasses in the cabinet. Okay, I do. But I like this plastic glass I get from McAllister's, and usually my mom and I go to McAllister's on Saturday Um sometime during the day, and I get a new one, and then I wash it all week, and I use it. I know it's weird. It's just this weird habit I've got. Anyway, I, I dropped my glass, and I broke it. And the worst part is, is tomorrow um, my mom has refused to ha- have anything to do with me because I'm sick. So I will not be going to McAllister's to get a new cup, and I'm going to have to go without for a whole week. This is this is not... Um, it's just not good. It's it's just it's terrible. <coughs> I bet you guys missed that all year. Remember last year when I coughed like for three months fucking straight and yeah, it was bad. I actually had to cancel several radio shows because my cough was so terrible that people thought I was dying. Um I just like many other members of my family have um uh when I get a cold, it settles in my chest, and then it just sounds more terrible than it possibly could ever sound in reality. It's it's really not that bad. It just sounds that bad. I don't have the plague. I don't have Ebola. 
That's not something to joke about. I should not joke about that because people are terrible, and the people in the United States are um, ridiculous over the Ebola thing, so I should not joke about that. Um, <clears throat> anyway. <coughs> now I need fucking tea. And like I said, I dropped my glass. Uh, sort of. Um, my glass is broken, let's put it that way. Uh, and... Um, now I don't have any fucking tea. I don't have any fucking glass. I'm gonna go down here and uh into the kitchen and see what I can accomplish. But I don't have my um I don't have the glass that I want to use and it's terrible. It's terrible to be in this kind of position where you have um uh, okay, let's just be honest, I have O C D and it's stupid. I have a epic stupid level of O C D and um it's just it's just not good. It really is terrible um to be in such a position on a regular basis and I am. I mean it's kind of crazy. Um I'm the only member of my family to have OCD. Um mine's just a little bit more advanced. Let me tell you what happened earlier in the week. Um Lady Holder pointed out a plot inconsistency. Um, in ties that bind, and it, it was so. Oh, I had to go fix it everywhere. I fixed it in five different places. I stopped doing what I was doing, which is why I ask people not to give me corrections on my stuff on my site. Because what you don't know is that for every manuscript I've gotten, every post that's on my website, I've usually got a rough draft and a final and a beta and. Um, when someone sends me an error to correct, sorry, that's probably in your ear, um, I have to correct it everywhere, not just on my website and not just in my final copy. I will go into the betas. I will go into the rough draft. Um, it took me 45 minutes to to correct this everywhere. Um, and it's not her fault. It's mine. I'm crazy. I, I mean, I'm aware, which is why I don't ask people not to do that to me because um, I can't help but do what I do. Um, so if I don't know about it, I won't go around like a little crazy person fixing it. But if I know about it, I'm going to spend, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of time I don't actually have fixing something that probably no one cares about but the person who pointed it out. I'm just saying, no, actually, the consistency, any consistency she pointed out, it would have come back to bite me later because I'd have gotten emails about it. Um, but, yeah, so I did that earlier in the week. That was me. That was me doing that. Um, it's a good thing you guys don't get emails whenever I correct something in a post because if you did, you would accuse me of spamming you because there isn't a day that goes by where I don't actually go into my website and correct something that I see, and then when I do that, I have to correct it everywhere. Like, if it's, like, one word missing, I have to open up all the different documents and find that spot in the document and correct it there, and then I have to correct it on the website. And so, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible being me. Well, not terrible, terrible, because I'm pretty awesome, but it's, you know, I have my moments of terribleness. Yeah, sorry. Especially for those of you who are wearing headphones. That's just, that cannot sound great. I'm actually down in the kitchen, so if thousands of people are in on the um, 
the watch it my uh on hold thing thingy majig. I can't see you and I can't see the chat room either, so I have no idea what you bitches are saying to me. So I'm just like talking to myself at this point, which is not something I'm unused to doing, to be perfectly honest. Sometimes my husband does something that's so fucking annoying. I'm short. To be honest, in a good pair of shoes, I'm my hip 5'3"-ish. I used to lie about my... I, I still lie. I, ain't gonna, I tell a lie about my height practically any time anybody asks me. Um, but in reality, in my bare feet... I am five foot two. I'm not the shortest person in my family. Um, I I do have one cousin who's like one inch above being um, qualifying as a little person. Uh, my great grandfather on my mother's side was a little person. That's why I'm a little. Um, <coughs> sensitive about that because there are a lot of short people in in my family and um there are um like I said my great grandfather was a little person and I've got uh none of his children turned out to be but my grandmother his daughter was only 49 uh, I forget what the cutoff is I mean it's I forget what the cutoff is but you can look it up um and all of her sons were over six foot. All of her daughters are between four nine and five four. All of her granddaughters are between five one and five seven. So you know, we're kind of a short family, you know. So yeah, I'm. But I've always lied about my height. I don't know why. I don't know why. Because you know, men lie about their height. Women don't lie about their height. But I also tend to wear. Um, Shoes that are anywhere from three to four inches in the heel. Just, and I, you know, I don't know. Of all things to be sensitive about as a woman, the height is, should not be one of them, especially if you're short. I knew a girl in high school who was 6'2, and she had every reason to be, you know, because um, people aren't kind in high school, and she got a lot of flack. And so if anybody's going to have a problem in, with their height, it would be someone who. Is on that end, right? Not on my end. So, <coughs> anyways, I'm just rambling because um, I don't actually have a topic beyond the fact that it's my fucking birthday. And um, I figured since it was my fucking birthday that I didn't have to work hard and make a topic because we're about to hit nano. For those of you who are participating in Rough Trade, we've got about an hour and 50 minutes on my end of things. Um,. We're on Pacific Time on Rough Trade. I did that to give people the most time possible during boot camp when we did the week so that they would have the most time to post on the final day. So we're still on Pacific Time, which is, I think, four hours behind me. So if it is – actually, no, just two. If it is 10, 11 here, it is – 811 Pacific, so you've got about four hours before you can start posting. And I'm going to find a lady holder on my dashboard. Where's my lady holder? Because I have to, I wasn't quite prepared to come on the air. 
Okay, hold on. <sighs> hey, hold Hello, on. happy birthday. Thank you. I'm going to put You're myself welcome. on hold because um, <laughs> I have to pee, and I'm not peeing with all these bitches. <laughs> I'm going to put myself on hold, and you can chat, okay? Um, I'm going to, yeah, just talk about your book or something. I don't know. Talk about something. Okay. Okay. Um, Hmm. Let's see. I don't have anything to talk about. Um, I don't know how many, I don't know how many people saw, but there were um, some, some gifts for for Kira this morning. Um, they showed up in her um, on her page, and so she uh, she's got some stories. So go take a look. Um, as far as the book goes, from what I've been hearing, it seems to be doing okay. Um, the husband has actually gone and read uh, all of my. Um, all of my reviews on Amazon. So um, I find the, the I haven't gone and looked. I, I've actually been pretty good. The one I actually look at is Kobo because they don't give me reviews. So I can live with that, just the, the, the rest of it. Um, as far as anything else goes, uh, somebody pointed or put up on Facebook for Nano the um, – Fear is a Mind Killer uh, uh, poem only for for Nano, and honestly, I think they're right. Um, take a deep breath, you know, look at the, the, the page, and even if it's just a key smash, you know, put something on, on the digital page and then go. Um, it's not going to, it's not going to be, you know, we're not going to say it's, it's, you know, <laughs> key smashing is very fun, Cinna. It's not going to be, you know, uh, judged. We're all starting this rough. I mean, um, not everybody does, you know, the exhaustive amount of work that Kira does for um, for her, her work because she's kind of, well, OCD is Don't nice. Don't call me a freak on my birthday. <laughs> I didn't call you a freak. I called you OCD. Although, to be per- ter- perfectly frank about it, considering my sister is OCD, she says to be right, it's CDO. It's got to be alphabetized. <laughs> I do have a problem with the abbreviation. I do. It does bother me. Um, you know what else bothers me? I'll do a list of things that bother me um, um, having OCD. Um, I will front shelves in stores. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. if I yeah. see something in the bookstore shelved in a place, I don't think it should be shelved. I'll move it. <laughs> um, oh. I used to, uh, in college, I did a variety of, of jobs, and one of my jobs was the school bookstore. Um, I had a cousin who worked in the library. I'm not sure I could have ever done that because I would have never been satisfied. So... I worked in the college bookstore, and I uh, would, um, whatever my boss would get uh, frustrated with my activities, she would send me off to fix the shelves because she knew that I would be occupied for hours 
doing that, mm-hmm. and then she would get something accomplished that she didn't like to do, and um, I'd be the only person on the staff who wouldn't bitch about it. I'd be <laughs> over there, and you know what? And the worst part is, is that by the time I was a senior working in the bookstore, um, I could tell you where practically any single thing you wanted in the store, where it was, exactly where it was. And if um, somebody got my shit out of order, I would straight up cuss them out. <laughs> does not surprise me. Totally um, does not surprise me. And it was just, uh, it was just, uh, yeah. My senior year, um, I go um, off to for spring break. Me and my friends went to uh, Mexico. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, not my senior year. My senior year, we went to uh, we went skiing. No, okay. let me rephrase that. They went skiing. I went somewhere cold where I got to wear cute winter gear and got in a hot tub with my boyfriend. I didn't actually do any skiing. Let's be real. Okay. We did Mexico yeah, my junior was- year. Senior year, we went skiing. And I'm using quotes. You can't see my air quotes, but uh, skiing. Um, or mostly, I went to someplace snowy with my boyfriend and had a hot tub, and we had sex all weekend. That's what we did. That's what skiing was. Okay, so <clears throat> we went. Well, skiing. now we have you. Anyway, wonderful. When we came back from skiing, it's kind of like fishing in um, yeah, uh, uh, Brokeback Mountain, except it's skiing. Anyways, uh-huh. when we came back from skiing. Uh, this freshman who'd worked in the store the whole year, he knew how I like things to be done. I wanted to know that I, I, I came in, and he had shelved books, and he had shelved books badly. And um, this is like, I called his dorm at 6 o'clock in the morning when I got there, and I said, you have got 20 minutes to get dressed, sh- showered, dressed, and over here to fix what you did, or I'm coming over there to get you. <laughs> and he went, don't be that way. I said, it, yeah, it is on, motherfucker. You need to come over here right now. And my boss was rolling on the floor because she knew it was going to happen, and she let him do it anyway. That's cruelty. <laughs> it was terrible. It was, she was a terrible person. Um, he he comes drag-assing he in. He's hung He's He's hung over, you know. It's just, it's terrible. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. No, I do have issues like confronting the shelves. Um, I hate. Um, like, okay, I was in Walmart. Oh God! Why ago. did you go to Walmart? And yeah, and you know how they have the when you're in the towel section and they're and they're organized by color. It's fantastic. Yes. It's great. I love it. Okay, somebody had been shopping through there, and they had messed it up, and it wasn't all in color order like it was supposed to be. And mom could not make me leave. In fact, she got so frustrated with me, she helped me fix it so we could leave. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, um, let me guess. I'm also that person. Can... What? Hmm? I was going to say, the worst thing um, we can ever do to you is reorganize your desk. <laughs> That's an act of war. <laughs> you just bombed me from orbit. <laughs> oh, 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 the worst thing, the worst thing um, I do, and this is terrible, and my grocery store manager 
um, the current one doesn't have a problem with me, but the one that he replaced, he had a serious problem with me um, because I would have uh, two sections in my cart, one for all the shit I was going to buy and one for all the shit that I found expired that I would take to customer service before I would check out. I Honestly, I, I've heard you do that. It doesn't, I mean, it makes sense to me. Here's the thing. There are lots of old people who shop in my mm-hmm. store that I go to. And I see them, and they can't always read the labels, much less those tiny expiration dates. And the last mm-hmm. thing a little old person needs to do is get food poisoning, you know? Yeah. And I told that I, I, I told the one before who used to get shitty with me, I was like, look, I'm just saving you a lawsuit because there are lots of old people in the store who cannot read this small print. And if you sell them shit that kills them, their family is going to sue you. Mm-hmm. Dumb bastards. And also, if your employees would do their fucking job, I wouldn't have to embarrass you this way. Uh-huh. Good luck on that. So if you get mad at anybody, don't get mad at me. Get mad at the people who aren't doing their jobs in these departments. And what was worse mm-hmm. is that most often with this, with this particular manager, it wasn't like stuff on the shelf that might get pushed in the back by a customer. It mm-hmm. um. Um, it was like meat. Oh, bacon, you told me that. sausage. Yeah, you can. Yes. Yeah, you can smell yes. when things are off. Yeah. yeah, and um, yeah, and um, oh no, oh no, it no, um, and well, that one per that one manager, I'm I'm gonna have a confession. I'm gonna, I'm gonna confess my sins. One day he pissed me off. And so I called the health department and reported his store. Good for you. And then, um, and then two weeks later, there was a new manager in the store. Jesus. So I'm pretty sure I got him fired. But that's not my fault. He shouldn't have been no. an asshole to me for pointing out the fact that there was expired meat in his meat case. There's, Hello? There's a point where, yeah, there's a point where you, you um, have to make sure that your food is safe. And... The fact that now here's he the thing. Someone's yeah, yeah. Someone says in the chat room they wouldn't stop in the shore in the store. I got news for you. I have never once gone into any store and not found something expired. It happens in every store. You just yeah. have to pay attention to your shit. Mm-hmm. You need to read the labels. Sometimes it's like a day off from being expired, and it's still on the mm-hmm. shelf because they can still legally sell it. And sometimes they have lazy people or they have people who they're paying minimum wage to stock these shelves and they don't give a shit. And then you have others that get paid very well, like at Costco, who get paid very well and they don't give a shit either. You know, so, Mm -hmm. you know, I have never gone into a store where I haven't found something expired, not once. I could go into any store in America and find an expired product. I guarantee you. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. <coughs> it always happens. I mean, it's a sad thing to say, but that's that's pretty much the truth. So yeah, always look, always pay attention, always do your labels. Other things I do, um, I have been known to park my car five times to get it right. 
Mm-hmm. Straight in the spot. It does not surprise me. Yeah. Um, I, uh... I don't know. I just you're particular. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm particular. Yeah, that's a good way to that's a polite way of putting it. Uh so yeah, yeah it, you I thought know. I'd go for that. Let's see. So how'd you like your birthday presents? I love my birthday presents. I did. I love them. Yeah, I had a good time writing it. To not realize that the first that I was writing almost human, but yeah, I had a good time. <laughs> I picked two actors. Yes. Sue me. Yes, yes, OT. I can um, see the chat room. Mhm. Yeah, I have an SUV. My my vehicle is not tiny, and I try very ca- to be very careful when I um, when I park my vehicle. I don't particularly need to have somebody be, you know, sweet, kind, and wonderful and whack my car. My mom has a well. large um, truck, and mm, yeah, I drive I her truck on weekends. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, large truck, and um, I drive her truck on weekends, and um, mm-hmm. I have noticed recently that I have started... Um, uh, Parking my car like it's her truck. Oh, boy. <laughs> I need that much room for my tiny car. <laughs> it's okay. fucking hilarious. I got two. I got three stories. I got a Stargate story. I got a Teen Wolf story. Um, and mm-hmm. I got a Almost Human story. And then I got a whole bunch of art. And it was awesome and amazing. And there is a post on my website um, with with links to everything, and you can download PDFs of the stories I got because I put those up too. So yeah, that was my day, and mostly I just spent the day um, uh, in bed, um, miserable. So you know, it is what it is. Yeah, could have been worse. It could have been, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how, but it could have been, I'm sure. Oh, trust me, there's the stomach food going around. Oh, yeah, trust I could me. have been throwing up. I, yeah, I could have been throwing up. That would have been so much worse. Um, the link, by the way, I just put up is the, is the gifts. <coughs> yeah. So, so I had Sorry, one the coffee. Had, yeah. We had um, a pumpkin decorating thing, and... My group decided that we were going to do a um, gumball machine. It worked out very well. Okay, I'm gonna say something. Um, hmm. When I used to uh, to work um, before, hmm. you know, my husband started keeping me in the style, which I like. Okay, here's the you, thing you about work workplace. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I used to leave my house to work. Um, okay, that'll that'll accept. And I, you know what I hate? I mm-hmm. hate these kind of activities that give you to make it seem like it's perfectly okay for you to be at work on a holiday. Mm. Like pumpkin carving. 
Oh no. Here. We don't want you to be with your loved ones, um, but we're gonna give you this to do. Or or you know what worse? Worse. Worse Mm -hmm. than that. Are those stupid company food parties where okay, we're gonna give you two hours off of work and you don't have to do anything, but you're gonna have to spend the night before cooking for the rest of your coworkers. Uh huh. Yeah, have that. Fantastic. Before. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. Have those days before. <coughs> I, we've we've done the the whole. Um, let us have a uh, some type of a. Um, oh God! What the hell? A chili cook-off or something? And it's like, really? Okay, pass. <sighs> Yeah. I don't dig it. I I really don't. Yeah. I'm not real wild about it either some days. And I'm I've got a very bad reputation at work for looking at most of the games and I'm doing finger quotes now that they play at the very at the various monthly meetings. And my reaction to those is normally unprintable and less than stellar. Um, because I tend to sit there and stare at people and wonder how I got stuck with this, you know. Bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am famous for having, and during my last job, we were, um, uh, there was a theme party being planned, and my boss announced this during we, <laughs> during a staff meeting, and before I could help myself, <laughs> it just came right out of my mouth, and it went like this. You're fucking with me, right? <laughs> mhm. You don't actually mean that, do you? <laughs> because no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're grown ass people. We're not. No. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. No. Yep. I know some people like costume parties. I don't. I'm grown. I, I've, I've outgrown the sexy waitress costume. Uh, you know, or or whatever. You know, it's. It's just not going to happen. It's not ever going to happen. So they need to, they need to stop. They need to stop. No sexy nurse. No sexy cop. Just not going to do it. Not going to happen. There's, <coughs> I don't wear costumes at work. I don't have any particular um, need to. I mean, no. I sit all day. Just no. It's not worth it. So, whatever. Once he announced that he wanted to do a costume party and there would be um, an award for the best costume. And so, of course, I raised my hand. I said, is this a monetary award? And he was like, no. I said, well, I'll have to go on record right now saying I will not be participating. (laughs) Yep. You can imagine that he was quite relieved the day I quit. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I guarantee One you that none person. of those assholes that I left behind were nearly as entertaining as I was. I bet no, staff I... meetings got really boring the day I left. I've been known to fall asleep in some of those meetings. Yeah, but if they bothered to keep my attention, I might actually, you know, pay attention in that. Whatever. I once told my direct supervisor they were boring. 
Because I was on um, my phone fucking around. I was on a I had a, I had a BlackBerry at the time. I was on my BlackBerry fucking mm-hmm. around, and uh, <laughs> and she said, "Why aren't you paying attention to me?" And I'm like, "Because you're boring." It just popped right out of my mouth before I could help myself. <laughs> and you could have heard a pin drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I said, "Oh, oh, oh, that's." Totally what I meant by didn't. Sorry, I I don't even know what I mean. I could apologize, but it wouldn't be sincere. Uh, oh so, yeah, I know. You just wanna do you just wanna forget that it happened or or what? <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. Where is zombies? Oh no! Yeah, um, having getting told you know the day before that we're having a a you know surprise whatever and having to scramble to to you know to to deal with it. Um, I'm so glad my company doesn't do that shit. I just I would not need that. Oh. One of the, the bad things for me is um, because I'm fairly good at my job and um, I, I can actually explain my job to people who don't do my job, which, you know, good thing here, wonderful thing. Um, I seem to get stuck with the the people who are coming over to either get trained or, um, you know, we're we're having a... We're having a demonstration. You need to show these people how you do your job. Sit with her. And I'm I looking hate at that. my boss going, really? Fuck yeah. you. You're just thinking, fuck yeah. you. Oh, my God. Fuck you so hard. Yeah, pretty much. In the orifice, it will be the least amount of pleasure. Yes. You yes, terrible, indeed. terrible rat bastard. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, because you know I'm I'm not having a good time. If I mute you, Kaz, I wouldn't be able to hear you either. So you might as well just sing me "Happy Birthday" right now in 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 your in your little office. Uh (laughs) The result would be the same. You would be doing something, and your numbers don't add up right, and you don't I. I'm going to tell you a little secret. I have not balanced my checkbook in a very long time because um, I have downloadable records and I have no need to do this, right? That, that's my that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. So today I called myself downloading. <laughs> I called myself trying to fill in my checkbook thingy. It didn't work out for me. Um I got really frustrated, and so um, that's not going to happen again. Uh, so I'm just going to depend on the kindness of strangers <laughs> because I just I can't do it. it. It it never comes out right, and because I have OCD, if it's even a penny off, it makes me so furious. I can't do anything, and it. it mm-hmm. I was three cents. No. I, I'm I'm three cents off. I'm three. 
sense off, and it is like someone's trying to kill me. Rodney, calm down. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It doesn't work that way. No, I know it doesn't work that way. You know, and... <coughs> and here I am sitting, looking at my check, at my electronic checkbook going, okay, these bills come out on this date. It's going to be X, Y, Z amount of money. Okay, I can go do something. Balance my checkbook, please. I go, I go off of, okay, this is how much I have. I'm with Chris. I haven't written a paper check in ages. I don't know any reason to. You know, I've got a card. It works great. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Let's see. Kaz is telling me to give you, give um, you uh, my two cents, and she'll give uh, give um, you a penny for her thoughts. Did you see that? <laughs> and then it will be even, right? Except it won't be, yes. and so, and that's yeah. really cute. But it's not going to work out to me. It, it, it's it's still not going to be accurate, and it's terrible. I mean, it is mm-hmm. literally terrible, and I'm st- I, I'm just. Last time I got a paper check um, in the mail, I think it was one of those. You know, here's a um, here's a return or something. And, you know, you, you must cash within X, Y, Z amount of days. And I just looked at it and it's like, okay, well, you know, take it over to my bank, pop it into the little, you know, ATM and I'm done. I don't have to deal with it anymore. <sighs> hmm. Okay, so going back to talking about nano, got okay. any advice for the... For for everyone? Um, don't sweat it. My advice was, you know, the the, the um, Ben Gesserit thing, the fear is the mind killer. Go ahead. Say that a couple times. You'll get through nano just fine. Oh, you know, the thing is, is that if you've never posted, and we do have some writers who are who are new to the process. We have a lot of new writers on Rough Trade mm-hmm. this time. Um, we have several writers who haven't posted in public before and they're mm. posting their rough drafts. They're they are speed dipping for the first time for you guys. Um and here's the thing. Um writing is in itself an exposure like no other. Um my readers know more about me than they could possibly comprehend. Um they you no, no matter how much you plan, no matter how much you plot Every word that you put down on paper is a part of you. It um, mm-hmm. reflects you. Um, it, it reflects your uh, your hates and your loves, and and it's your blood. And so, mm-hmm. when you expose yourself to this level of um, scrutiny to a couple thousand people, um, it can be very unnerving. And um, so what I would say is is that um I give this advice to every single writer I encounter um don't write for the people you assume who are reading write for yourself 
and write only for yourself. When you write for other people or when you write for market, you only set yourself up for heartache and rejection. There are plenty of situations in your life where you have no choice but to accept the opinions and wants and desires of other people. When it comes to your writing, you don't have to make that sacrifice. I will tell you this, you're never going to make a living as a writer. J.K. Rowling comes around once in a lifetime. Stephanie Meyer is an aberration. <laughs> she was in the one, right she was in the right place in the right one time. in a thousand writers on this planet makes a living with their writing. Mhm. The rest of us you don't write for money. You write for love. And if you don't love what you're writing, then stop writing it and write something that you love because it it's it's just it's it's because it's such a deep expression of who you are, if you're allowing other people to corrupt it, then you're not serving yourself, you're not serving your craft and you're not being um it's not being the outlet that it, that it could be for you. So that's what I would say. <coughs> what I would always say is um, write for yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you want to write for money, I can teach you how to do that too. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I can. I, mean, I can show you how to do that. Mm-hmm. I can show you how to write for money. But you have to separate. You have to know who you are as a writer before you do that. It definitely helps to know. I mean, I was a lot more comfortable letting, <coughs> from from what you and I have talked about, I was a lot more comfortable with, with letting my story go and be read than you, you originally were. Oh, well, yeah, oh, definitely. I mean, I was very, very attached to my work. And the thing is, is a lot of professional writers are. They're very attached to the work that they do, and they get emotionally um, invested in in their works in a way that does not fit the business model for publishing. Because it might be your baby, but it's somebody else's product. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's what you need to remember when you're signing a contract or, or when you're preparing a book for publication. As, as much as you love it, as much as you labored over the words that you chose and you were so careful about how you wanted this done and how you wanted that done, there's some asshole in a publisher who's just waiting to rip your beautiful words to pieces. Mm-hmm. Because they're not, they don't care. They literally do not care. And... um they don't care about your love of the Oxford comma. They have rules they have to follow, and you have no choice but to follow them because you signed a contract saying you would. So if you want to write for market and get published, um, it's like you have to create a I can't really explain. You have to create, I don't want to say an alternate personality because that's not accurate. You just have to let go. You have to let go. You have to realize that once it's out of your hands, it's no longer yours to agonize over. Just 
it's, it's not a baby anymore. It's a product. No. And um yep. that's a um that's a dichotomy that a lot of writers don't um accomplish and it creates a situation where they're miserable. And I will say that the first four or five projects that I published I was miserable. Um I was very attached to my work. I um hated the process and uh I resented the editors that I worked with and that's just not a good place to be in. It it, it really isn't. It um it made it very difficult for me to write. And that's the last thing you want to do. So it, so if you can't take that step, acknowledge it and move on. If you can take that step, you need to separate yourself from your work. Um and so that uh you come to understand that number one, you're not perfect and your words are not gold and you didn't write that shit with a platinum tipped quill. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is absolutely nothing nothing that you've ever written that is perfect. And when you um submit yourself to another part to a company, you're um you're submitting to their will. <laughs> And to their process mm-hmm. and to their style guide and to their editor and you know and you just got to make it not personal because because yeah. um publication is not personal editing is personal publication mm-hmm. is not editing didn't feel personal to me <laughs> no well, ed- editing is not personal i mean it's writing is personal, but editing is 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 not. People take it personally. Oh, people take it really personally. Get all upset and cry. I did. I ain't gonna lie. My first edit, I cried like a baby. It's terrible. Hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. And for the record, I can't even look at that book without getting a little upset. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, you know, um, I think I'm pretty badass, and if 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 I fell to that, um, you're going to fall to it too. Eventually, everybody's going to do it. Um, you're going to. Oh, I'm probably going to. Some gonna, editor probably going to hit me. Going to cross yeah, the line with you that you're not prepared. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's no. See, the thing is, is that's what you're taking it personally, and that's what I did. Um, editors, they don't care about you. They care no, about the words don't. on your page. Um, they don't give a shit about your feelings. Hmm. They, um, they don't care. They're not invested in your characters. They don't know what you went through to create them, and they don't give a shit. And they don't care to know either. What they do care about is your bad grammar. That's what they care about. Yeah. Yeah, I learned learned the trick of... You know, um, if something looks hinky and, you know, you, you say it out loud and it sounds weird, you know, that, that might be a reason to, to change your, your structure there. If it you know, looks weird and it sounds weird, it, is it probably weird. is weird. Okay, and then Senna says, you say that, but Fifty Shades of Shit got published. Okay, I'm going to break my rule because it's my birthday. I'm going to break my rule about bashing. <laughs> It's my fucking birthday. This is my birthday present to myself. You can't do it. It's just for me. Here's the thing about Fifty Shades of Grey. 
It was originally fan fiction. It was self-published. But here's what happened. Here's what happened. She self-published this work and made a great deal of money on it. Good for her. Then the publishers came along and said, oh, well, we need to put her in print and make some more money because there's money to be had here. And they take these manuscripts that she self-published, and they never edited them. Now, I don't know if this was her arrogance and something she insisted on contractually, and they were so blind to the idea of how much money they could make that they agreed, or if they were just fucking lazy and... What are you doing? Yeah, I just took my glasses off, sorry. Fucking lazy and published her rough draft in print. Because I don't even know. I don't even fucking know. But I'll tell you right now, Fifty Shades of Grey, the first one, was never edited. Ever. No editor in the fucking history of the free world would say that book has been edited because it has not been edited. <coughs> and like I said, I don't know if that's her arrogance and the assumption that her shit was perfect and didn't need to be edited and they were so blind to the money that they didn't give a shit and they edit, and they just put it out there anyway. I don't know. I don't know. But that shit was never edited. And anybody who opens that shit up in the first ten pages, you can, that's what you're going to know about that book. It has never seen a professional edit. Mm-hmm. And God help the editor who ever claims they edited that shit because I would cuss them out. Yep. I downloaded... The, 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 you know, the, the Kindle sample, you know, you can get samples of books mm-hmm. to, to see if you want to buy them. I downloaded the Kindle sample, and I read a little bit of it because my sister recommended it to me. Oh. And I read the sample, yeah. and I closed it, and I deleted it off my Kindle, and I called my sister, and I said, are you smoking crack? And she said, what? I said, no, really, are you smoking crack? And she said, no. I said, then why, why did you recommend this utter shit to me? <laughs> she said, you're such a snob. I said, well, pardon me for expecting semi-decent grammar in a goddamn published piece of fiction. I said, I uh-huh. read better, more co- easy, constructed accurately put together work on fanfiction.net and that's saying something. Yes, When there is. is shit on fanfiction.net that is eight times more polished than a book put out by a New York publishing house. Mm-hmm. You know that shit's bad. Mm-hmm. <coughs> there's you know that there's shit is so bad. I'm actually, you know, I'm hoping that somebody didn't actually beta that thing, you know, when it was still fanfic. 
Mm. I'm, you know, I'm going to go on record and say that if she didn't um, get a professional editor to help her out, I doubt seriously that she thought that um, there was a beta alive that could help her. Yeah. Good times. Um, but, you know, that comes back to author arrogance because sometimes you encounter authors who um, don't do it right, have no intention of doing it right, and get defensive when you point it out. Um, I was on my professional Facebook page couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and there was this person on the Facebook. I have to be very careful here. Um, and she, she's not published. <laughs> I will say that up front. She's not published. Um, and uh, she has been bitching because she's been shopping this um, novel. And I had mm-hmm. seen excerpts of it, and I thought, well, I don't know why, you know, because this is actually really good. You know, you know who have you, um, who have you shopped it to? And she gave a list, and we're all like, oh, you know, that's really well within their wheelhouse and you don't have any problems as far as your um, grammar goes. I said, said, do you have some weird freaky ass content in the middle of it that you're not sharing with us? (laughs) Because we'd only seen like excerpts on Facebook, right? And she said, no. I said, well, there's no incest, right? And she said, no, of course not. There's no bestiality. And she said, no. And then someone, someone had an epiphany and they asked her, well, how long is it? Oh, no. It was 326,000 words. Mm. I'm going to tell you something. You may have noticed that I tend to be a little um, expansive in my fan fiction. Just a wee bit. (coughs) Just a little. Just a little. But um, Mm -hmm. you can do that in fanfic. You can have this Mm -hmm. big bloated 300k story in fanfic and fanfiction readers will eat that shit up they'll eat it with a spoon but you cannot do that in the professional market unless you're contracted for it uh, unless you're jk rowling well now wait a second remember i've got some friends who are also also authors and one of them has just blown past 210,000 words Okay. There's a difference between and, 200 and 300 when you're shopping to print markets. Well, this is true, but you know, it's it's a case of he got contracted for that. The the um the the publisher that he's working with knows this is what he writes. These are the the lengths of his story. And so now you need to preface this with a with information that you're not giving them. Your the, friend's a sci-fi writer. My friend is a sci-fi writer. I know that. And that makes all of the difference. There are two genres in publication where you can get away with lots of shit. And a huge word count, there is basically just two. Science fiction and fantasy. If you want to write a 300K epic, you need to write that shit in science fiction because nobody else is going to touch it with a 10-foot pole. The average romance novel is around... 75 to 80,000 words. The average mainstream mm-hmm. fiction is between 100 and 120, period. They're not going to invest a great deal of money in putting a print novel into production for a new writer if it's 300 fucking K. 
Stephen King can write 300 fucking K. Nora Roberts could write 300 fucking K. And if J.K. Rowling hopped out with a new YA series and put out 300 K, her publisher would have an orgasm. You are not J.K. Rowling. <laughs> no, I'm not J.K. Oh, my God, I know I'm not J.K. Rowling. And it took everything I was not to respond to this person, right? So I'm being very good because I try to be good in my professional name, which is why I I rarely ever post. Anyways. I know. um, I I remember hearing noises about some of this. (laughs) I will at times bit my tongue so hard I bit it in half. Okay, so I'm not going to say shit, right? But Mm -hmm. someone did. Oh, well, it wasn't you. She said, oh, well, you're never going to get that published. That's just too long. You're going to have to break that up into, like, a trilogy or something. What you can do is have, um, break it up into a trilogy, and um, then you can uh, have each section end happily for now, and then just do your three books. And this woman (laughs) commented back that it was her... um, it was her definitive work, and it could not be split up into three parts. And it was going to be oh, published God. as is. is. And oh, and oh, she just she, went on and on she's and not on. Talking. And I am watching this, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh my God, you asshole! You are not J.K. Rowling." I didn't say it, but I wanted to. I'm actually doing some arrogant she's shit. Not I mean, good googly. It was some you know? arrogant, arrogant shit. As as, as what, what I want to say about that. Um, oh, is that people? Okay, okay, hold on. You're on the air with Kira. Hello. Hello. Area code three sixty. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and. Uh, Holder, you're you're totally welcome for the Ben and Jesser quote. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mostly just listening in and enjoying the banter, but I did okay. want to say um, happy birthday to you and all you. of that. And you know, quick question, not to sound any sure. horrible or anything, but can we get your name? The star. <laughs> I have a real They guessed that in the chat room, actually. <laughs> ah, okay. Sorry. Hi, okay. Ron. <laughs> yeah. So, mm. okay. Well, thank you for the quote. It definitely caught my attention um, today. Well, Kia was uh, being all nervous, and I'm like, no, there shall be no fear. <laughs> because <laughs> if nothing else, we have each other, right? So, hmm Everybody who's doing, you know, Nano, whether or not you're signed up for Rough Trade, we have faith in you. You can do it. I totally believe that as well. Yeah. We're going to really? kick its ass. Yes, we, we are. are. I'm so looking forward to yours, Kira, and yours, Lady Holder. So, Thank you. There we go. I don't know, yeah. guys, because I got, like, bombed by ties that bind, and it kind of fucked me up. So I don't even know. I mean... Um, I don't. I think that um, Tony could end up being really vicious in my nano. <laughs> as a result, um, <laughs> you know, Rodney. 
Okay, there's two snarky, evil geniuses who have a a very definite um, thing with arrogance that is actually backed up by their intellect. Okay, so yeah, there's there's nothing really. They would not get along well because they 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 they're too much alike. But the the rest of us, it's a great time. Okay, so yeah. I'll take it. And I, w- I actually just checked my my, um, my folder that, you know, you and I share. It, it doesn't have anything in it. Damn it. But, <clears throat> oh, well, no. No, it doesn't. Son of a bitch. Hmm. Come on now. Echo just hit. <laughs> I know. Echo just hit midnight, so we've got at least one person starting. So... Oh, shit. Um, For reference, Mm -hmm. sorry, dudes, I'm going to have to apologize for this. Um, I haven't actually given you guys privileges to post yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, you can can have a pending post, but you don't actually have the ability to do a live post at this very moment. Don't flip out. I'll fix it before I go to bed. Because the last thing I want to do is to my morning tomorrow approving all your fucking posts. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. I don't want it either. I'm going to be spending most of I'm going to be spending most of the next thirty days, aside from from you know, my writing and the reading of the one story that I'm going to be able to let myself read. Because you know, Jesus God, I can't read everybody's. Otherwise, I'll never write. Um, I'm going to be approving comments. Because we've got umpteen zillion people who are going to be on this thing, plus all the authors, and that's a lot of comments. That's a lot of comments. It is. It is a lot of comments. It's like boom. Yeah. So you know, I'll be working right along. Everything will be great. I'll take my break. You know, screw walking around and actually, you know, getting some exercise. I'll be going and finding some place where I've got connectivity and putting and sitting there and approving comment after comment after comment. You know, because that's just the way it is. So, whatever. It works. And we love you for it. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's fun at least. And it keeps, Dude, it keeps there were like having to do forty thousand comments during boot boot camp. It was ridiculous. There were a lot of fucking comments. It was ridiculous. It was boom. Yeah, there there were there were whole <coughs> sections of the day where you know I'm sitting there and reading through the comments, going, "Oh, please, God, let me get through the rest of this." Or you know, just don't be an asshole. That would be great, you guys. Because if 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 I could trust you not to be fucking assholes, I wouldn't have to spend all that goddamn time reading. Mhm. Just putting that out there for you. And trust me, there's assholes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I was really kind during July about the assholishness. I will not be kind. In November. I left them for you, actually, the ones that I found. If I have to edit your comment because you're an <laughs> asshole, I'm going to send you an email. I already have it prepped. 
That's right. I have developed a form letter to cuss you out with. If I have to delete your comment because you're an asshole, I am deleting you from Rough Trade. And I'm not even going to tell you. It'll be a uh-huh. surprise. Um, Boom. For the, authors, for the authors and approving their own uh, comments, leave them alone. It's just easier. You know, we'll 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 get to it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, especially like there was somebody who was approving their own comments, and I don't know who it was, but um, uh, it created conversation on their post, and then I get an email. And this author is bitching because of the comments that she's getting on this post. The conversation that she fucking started. I'm just saying. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, it's just easier if you leave it to us, and we'll, yeah, we'll we'll go through. So, anyway, <laughs> Safri comments that I kind of want to write a, a comment that needs to be edited, just so I can read the form letter. That's going to get your ass cussed out. I mean, you know, for real. No, Don't make more work for me just because you think it would be amusing. No. I'm not posting my form letter, no. No, I want it to be a surprise. Um, well, Trust well, me, it's so, well, it's so fucked up that when I send one out, it's probably going to get posted on a fandom site. Wank, whatever, uh-huh. it's going to get posted. <clears throat> this should be interesting. Mm. Mm. All right. Next thing to talk about. I don't even know. Aside from, so aside from the kitten who's got the heebie-jeebies and is running around the house. Okay. Um. Hmm. Trying to think of things to talk about. <laughs> I have nothing. Anybody got questions? Yes, the kitten is Farragut. He's just oh, and then original Texas wants us to talk about how to write hot sex because he missed it last week. Um. Well, that's why I got fucking archived. Yes. Put that there for if, you. If yes. If if your um if your hot sex sounds like it's um well let's see. Benedict Cumberbatch reading the phone book is sexy as hell. If it sounds yeah. like you're having tea with Umbridge and it's a civilized conversation or at least what passes for her, with her for civilized conversation, your sex is probably fairly boring. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, pretty much. If it sounds like your character's at the fucking gynecologist, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, if it sounds like Benedict Cumberbatch reading that... If it sounds like your hero movie, is a goddamn proctologist, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yes, pretty much. But no, I'm thinking... you. you, you how many people have seen that that lovely BBC commercial where Benedict Cumberbatch is reading this sonnet and it's just it's full of all sorts of good things? 
Okay, that's if it moves you that much, family. that's pardon. Isn't that um, uh, the <laughs> advice in Hamlet that Polonius gives his son? I could have sworn that's I what think it was. So. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's um, the the seven um, seven stages of man, and it's I mean it, it's got power and it's got oomph and it's got emotion and there's a rise and a fall to it and he's and he's he's got but it's not know, about the words it. because Shakespeare's no. not sexy. It's about Benedict. So you can't. So that's not really a, a good example, I don't think, because I don't think he's sexy. Um, Shakespeare, well, anyway. Okay. Uh, but the thing is, is how he's reading this thing. Because honestly, I fall asleep in Shakespeare. Okay. Romeo and Juliet makes me want to both beat the children to death and the adults. Okay. But, I know, right? Yes. It's <laughs> really fucking <laughs> terrible. Yes. But the whole way he's reading it, the emotion that he's putting into it, the the how he's he's delivering the lines, because quite frankly, you can take the sexiest sex scene to ever be sex and read it in such a way that I'm going to beat you to stop you because you're boring. Okay? Put put life in it, put, you know, just you know make it interesting for the love of God. <laughs> Yeah. It's really difficult um, to do actually. It's it's um supremely difficult to do to write sex. Um sex is uh and also I think when I see writers having problems um writing, it most often comes down to um character intimacy and it's not just sex. Um it often is sex, but it's not always just the sex. You know, it's um, their characters aren't talking to each other, and it gets weird. You seem to be having and that it gets problem. Really weird. Mine talk to each other too much. Mm-hmm. They just won't shut up. <laughs> they just keep talking. <laughs> I am I am mm-hmm. actually in the middle of writing a sex scene for my werewolf book. Um, and um, I've got my two really hot guys actually naked on the bed, and they're still fucking talking. I mean, I don't even know. That's not how I applied yeah. that shit to work out. Yeah. Um, by the way, I just put up the link for the BBC thing, and, you know, <clears throat> frankly, it's worth it just to, to listen to Benedict, you know, and you yeah. know, some of the stuff that's on the screen. Yes. When when I think of of, when I think of sex, there's there's two different types of scenes that that I think of. There's the type of scene which is um, best described as the wham bam thank you ma'am, okay, or thank you sir, depending on your point of view, Um, where. You know, you bend over, you get fucked, and and you know your your partner, if he's if he's courteous, you know, um, he she they is courteous will get you off too. Um, this and really those can terrible. be fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. Those can be fun. Those can be hot. Depending if on he's how courteous. If you yeah. got lucky. Yeah. If you got lucky. Um, and then there's the the type of one where there's actual emotional intimacy to go with the physical intimacy, 
okay, because um, that's what, using the Benedict thing, that's what he did. He created emotional intimacy because Shakespeare's boring, okay? the, The written word on the page is not interesting to me. Put people up and have them actually bring it alive, and it's much more interesting. Put a 13 and a 16 year old on stage and tell them that they're the, the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'll pass. Thanks. You know, it's just mm, not going to happen. Have you seen? Have you seen Much Ado About Nothing? Also known as Cute Guys in Tight Leather Pants. Um, which um, version? The Kenneth Branagh yeah. version? Because I was there was a the time Brano when version. I watched that religiously. Um, I, I need no, to pull it I out. I haven't rewatched it recently. I haven't I haven't seen that one, but you know I watched the the the, the Romeo and Juliet one where she looks thirteen, you know, and that's oh, so creepy, old. right? Oh, it was it's the appropriate age for her. Her mother's probably a grand total of twenty six, twenty seven, maybe. I know, but it's uh, creepy. Yeah, yes, she's fourteen canonically in the in in the play. Um, okay, I admit I love Zeffirelli's version, the one that they actually filmed in Venice, where they run are we, are we in talking? Venice. It's the one from the sixties. That was yeah. the Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I like that one. It's a little bit creepy, yeah, but then you know the play is by our standards. Oh, but, it's incredibly uh, creepy by our standards. But you know, it's the the, the um. There's also the the Romeo and Juliet that that Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio did. Okay, I haven't Where seen that they, one. I unfortunately got stuck seeing that one, and that one it just it, it's such a, um, a dichotomy between the modern trappings and the really ancient language, and it was an interesting that at least kept my attention for the, the whole play. Just to see how they were going to work it, you know. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I will say I highly recommend cute guys in tight leather pants just to watch Emma Thompson and Kenneth Branagh as uh, Benedict and oh, brain fart. What's her name? Actually, Beatrice. yeah. My my favorite cute guys in tight leather pants. Um. Who remembers the 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 uh, damn it? Um, it was Three Musketeers, and I think it was Richard Chamberlain, and it was it was I think done in the sixties or seventies, and oh. it was a. Do you remember that one? I remember that one. And that one is one of those where. They were very, very good to that particular um, story and how they treated it and what they did with it. And it was it was very much in the, the whole style of um, the, the overblown movies of the day. And it was gorgeous and it was lovely. And boy, were the, the people, for the most part, they were fairly pretty. And then, you know, Three Musketeers with Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen and um, during that movie I developed an inappropriate crush on Oliver Platt 
Yeah, I, I'll take that. One. I don't even. I don't even know what that is. What is that? It doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't. No, but I don't know. Damn, I fell in love with Tim Curry's cloak. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Oh. It was like you watch him walking across the street and like, oh, that thing. I was like, I was totally shipping Richelieu cloak. Cause yes, yeah, yeah he, he he had this he had a thing for that cloak. Um, that one Richelieu was he was a cheerful and horrific evil that you could honestly see working because. You know, who who would expect the, the cardinal who will, you know, talk to me and, and he's always got a smile on his face and he's got a good word for everybody and just don't go in the basement. Just don't go in the basement. <laughs> you know? Oh, and, and um, yeah, Chris Donnelly, um, Christopher O'Donnell. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He was a cute kid. He's a very nice kid. Not so much now. now. Not so much now. He's not that oh, is bad that now. Is that rude? No. Because I don't think so. Um, <laughs> now, I mean, I haven't watched NCIS LA in ages, so I'm wondering. Let's see. Um, uh, I don't think so. I just oh, I don't know. <laughs> he got. I don't know what it is. He's just um. Grubby. <laughs> That's the term I'm looking for. He's not. He's not. Um. He's not slick. Well, I don't know. I can't. I can't. Grubby too. And Daniel Radcliffe needs to shave his face. He does. Sorry, <laughs> every okay. time I've seen him recently, I'm like, get rid of the beard. Get rid of the beard. Get rid of the beard. Oh my God, but, Daniel, you know. get rid of the beard. It was terrible. <sighs> I can't help it. My my stepdad had a beard. It was just sort of like, no, no, no. It's not good. I agree. It's totally not good. Hmm. Well, let's see. I wonder what's showing up recently. I haven't seen any good pictures of him, so. Um, it seems to me that Kaz has posted a bunch recently. <laughs> Okay, pen and pencil is saying that Tim Curry had a stroke. When did he have a stroke? No, that's that's terrible. Yeah. Huh. Let's see. Oh, how many people saw Legend? Oh, Legend. Yes. Which one is that? That's the one where you've got the the character with he's red and he's got these giant horns and you've got Tom Cruise with the, when he actually had that schnoz that he had before he got surgery and had a nose. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Was it Tom Cruise? Um, I thought it was Matthew Roderick. No, that was Cruise. Oh. Of course, I haven't seen it since I was what thirteen. So. I think I made it to 16 because my my sister was 13 when she last saw it, I think. Yeah. um, yeah, I don't remember when it came out. Oh, huh. I was 11. 1985. And it was directed by Ridley Scott. 
Um, I have no recollection recollection of this movie whatsoever. It is like completely gone from my head. Uh, no, it's nothing. Fantasy and very weird. It was fantasy and quite weird. Because when you said it, I thought immediately, is that Brad Pitt movie? Which I hated. Um, Legend of the Fall? Yeah. Really? That, that, that's, that is exactly what I thought when you said Legend. And I hated that movie. Yeah, no, I haven't. I never watched that one, thank goodness. Um, Labyrinth, speaking of 80s movies. <laughs> speaking of creepy 80s movies, when you think about it. I don't understand people who think it's sexy. I'm going to go out and say it. I don't think it's sexy, and um, I don't think he's sexy in it. I I think it's creepy. I think he's a creepy man in a maze who, who, who no. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, when I was 13, and then when I was 18 and realized how young Sarah actually is, because she's 14, like, Sarah, you fucking pedo. Ew. Yeah. Remember, you know, he's probably a thousand-year-old fae who's who's courting her in in the manner of what he knew in his youth. And a thousand years ago, fourteen was not um, and was not too that young. makes it even worse. The fact that he's a thousand years old. What? I know. No, don't don't make that an excuse. <laughs> just, I just creepy. up the pedophilia to a. It's one of those things that I watch when I actually do uh, watch Legend. I think I actually own it somewhere. Um, and I watch it, and it's like, okay, you know, park, it, park everything at the door, grab the popcorn, and just enjoy. All right? There are movies that just you have to do that, otherwise you run screaming from the room. You know, um, let's well, see. Well, I... I proudly owned the novelization for years and years and years and, like, had a massive squeeze fit when I found that it's back in print. I actually enjoy a lot of it out and I, and, and, I, and, I, and I bought it immediately. But, um, uh-huh. yeah, Labyrinth, is, it, it has its own sort of special place. Yeah. Although I have to admit, that- pants. Oh, are, are, are we talking about the the over so ever so lovingly um, painted? Has yes. anybody's dick been framed better in a non-porn offering in the history of cinema? I don't fucking think so. I don't think so either. Like, oh, and especially dick. considering it was a children's movie. And it wasn't porn. <laughs> Boom, dick. And and it wasn't porn. Okay, I'm yeah. just saying. I'm putting it out there. I mean, and how many times could the caravan panned this man's dick before someone put, "Hey, would you please stop putting the camera on his dick?" I, I don't know. It obviously never, never happened. I know a much more horrific one. If you love Riverdance, you might have seen. Lord of the Dance. Oh, 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 my God. oh, yes, oh. I did, I did. Is And we're going to pan to his crotch. And now he's going to dance with the 12-year-old. And it's really creepy, and we're going to pan to his crotch. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, you know, there's that, there's that 
terrible, terrible, awesome, amazing movie called Top Secret. Have you seen Top Secret? It's got Val Kilmer in it, and he plays this Elvis-like oh, character yeah. who goes to is it is it Russia? It's Russia. It, it might be Germany. I don't remember. Anyway, there's a part when they're they're at the ballet and. <laughs> They've they put um it's East Germany. They've put um oh these uh extended cod pieces on the male dancers in the ballet and like they're so out there and so big that the little ballerina bounces on them. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> right out there in your face. Yeah, um, let's see. Speaking of Val Kilmer and movies that he actually was decent in, Willow. Not talking like about you, Willow. Willow, but I'm talking about the movie Willow. I enjoy the movie I love Willow. Movie I Willow. do. Mm-hmm. That one was that one was a great deal of fun. Yeah. Um, Mad Martin was just honestly um, that and Iceman were his two best roles. You know that worked. Let's just all overlook that part where he was um, that 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 whole Batman thing. Let's just overlook that. Let's oh, pretend that didn't God, happen. Yes, that's easy. I, I haven't I, seen any of them <laughs> because I'm magic like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there's whole sections of the Batman, you know, whole genre that, you know, when you, when you say you, you missed it, you weren't missing much. Real genius. My husband loves the shit out of real genius. He he had it on VHS tape, and he has it on DVD, and if, if it was available on Blu-ray, I'm sure he would have it on Blu-ray. He might have it on Blu-ray already. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Real genius is Because, quite frankly, I can see some of our geniuses that we write about being those kids. You know? I I hate that movie. I actually went to to that pool, and they really are like that. (laughs) It's terrifying. Awesome, but terrifying. Uh, Yeah, that's that's just not really all. I mean, that's, that's horrible to hear that... It, they were pretty legit in the whole telling of it. Well, let me put it this way. When I was, I went to a small science engineering college that is, uh, it's a private school, and it mostly puts out engineers. That, like, about half of the student body is engineers, and the rest of us had other majors. And we had events like, you know, hey, look at this thing that I got from the construction site. It's a piece of rebar. <laughs> Look at this thing. <laughs> it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's a six foot long piece of rebar. What are you planning to do with it? I don't know. It's just cool. 
Could it be? Oh. Right. Oh, yeah. That's and, and I have a pipe. It's a five-foot-long vegan pipe. What are we going to do with it? I don't know. About six months later, one of the freshmen goes, I know. Let's build a cannon. <laughs> I went, oh, God. I went blind. I went blind from all of the engineers and the light bulbs going off over their heads. It was just like, so we built a cannon. And we, you know, got <laughs> other dorms. Because why not? That's what you do when you're really smart and an engineer. You build a cannon. There is, there is way too much noise in the background here. What are you guys doing? Oh, or is that just my sensitive ear? I'm sorry. I was fucking with something. Pardon. Well, stop fucking with that. And I sadly, and I and I sadly you know, at work. But, you know. I'm no longer screwing with whatever it was. Um, let's see. Whatever it was, you know exactly what it was. You just don't want to admit it. She's acting like it was a mystery what she was fucking with. Did you hear that? <laughs> well... I was actually opening a drawer, dearest, and rooting through it because um, when I went to let the cat out, because, you know, he's not really all that great about staying inside, I found a spider web. So I had to get the thing to actually deal with it. So rather than announce that I'm getting rid of the spider web, I was going to be somewhat nice and not say that. So now you just told me, made me say it. So. Wow, really? Okay, Viserys, I'm going to let you go. I got three other callers on the line, and um, I'm too sick to put up with all these people at once. (laughs) I'm going to put, are are you listening on the phone, or are you listening on your computer? I'll just put you on on hold. Okay, I'll I'll put you on hold. Okay. (laughs) Who's been on the longest? Okay. Area code 937, you're on the air. What's up? Hello. Hi. Hi. Who is this? It's Jenna. Hi, baby. Hi, Jenna. How are you? How you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm playing video games while I wait. <laughs> wow. Did you have fun? Uh-huh. Did you win? What? Did you win? Oh. Are you I'm winning the video game? Oh. No, I'm waiting to kill somebody. Oh. Oh. Oh, really? First time you're no. your sniping. No, I love I'm, up a snipe. I'm not sniping. I'm waiting oh. until they aren't paying attention, and then I'm going to go up and stab them with my lance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we, you know, this is why we call you. <coughs> this is why you don't make Cinna mad at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's patient. I am patient. Uh-huh. She will right. fuck when you I first, up. There's this little thing on here that if you wait until you hit level 100, you actually get, like, free in-game gold for it. Mm-hmm. I still haven't used mine yet, and I'm level 57, and I've been playing for two months, and I still haven't <laughs> used it. So I am patient. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? Do you have a plan? Do you have a nefarious yes. plan? No, I have a new mount I'm going to buy. It'll up my my stats so that I can kill people more. <laughs> the entire goal is to just kill more people. <laughs> you know, the husband plays. I think it's I think it's um one of the early Halos. 
and he plays against the computer or he plays against one of his friends, and he gets shot a lot, a lot. And he he decided to play out in the the living room, which is where my office is. And he's playing on our big screen TV because, hey, it's a big screen TV. He can be further immersed in this game. And he kept getting shot, and I was rooting for the computer to shoot him. (laughs) Or or his friend to come up behind him and snipe him. I come by it, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, my my dearest husband is going. Why are you being so mean to me? It's like you're interrupting me. You're here I'm doing in things. my office. Yes, Get you're in my face. office as I'm as I'm trying to to work. Would you please go the fuck away? What she means is he's in her <laughs> office when she's trying to write porn. Pretty much. <laughs> hey, there is nothing worse than a cop walking husband. It's true. You know, this is this is why I I have had because Azure is an absolute sweetheart and has managed to, to produce it, some severely distracting stuff that has gone up in chat a number of times. And, you know, I've had that up on my screen when himself, you know, wanders by, and he didn't fucking learn to not to piss me off. Hey, honey, come over and see this. And he looks at it and runs away, going, "Oh my God, my eyes!" Bastard! Fuck with me, guys. You just troll everybody's husbands. <laughs> yes, she does. She's good at it too. Mm. We all appreciate it. I ain't got shit mm-hmm. to say because she got him three times last week. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I probably give him more than I should have about that. <laughs> yeah. Probably, but hey, you know, he's if he hasn't learned not to check out her her monitors before he, he walks into himself. the room. Mm-hmm. He did bring it on himself. Yep. So that shit coming. True story. True, true fact. True fact. I uh, mm-hmm. but she got him one. <laughs> It was two guys fucking. It was amazing. <laughs> How hard did he run? <laughs> he was did he like scream out, Jesus, what's wrong with you bitches again? <laughs> no, it was... <laughs> he was I, I think I heard him running more than anything, just like the wind. <laughs> it was great. Mm, oh. The things that get me through my day. Uh-huh. Trolling your husband. Well, you know, <coughs> I gotta have some amusement. If he hasn't learned, he brings it on himself. Yeah, and he shouldn't have been nosy looking at my shit and stuff. Exactly. Don't read over my shoulder if you don't want to see porn, etc. <laughs> early, early on, when I started writing, and I was, I was writing up something, and I had, you know, my font was fairly big. Um. The husband came by and he looked at my screen and his eye got caught something he started reading. And what he was reading was the sex scene between John and Rodney. And what makes this more amazing <laughs> is he was re-watching um, Stargate Atlantis at the time and he actually closed out, stopped watching what he was watching and went on to something else. 
a completely different <laughs> tandem for a little bit. <sighs> Oops. I never feel you know, bad. Yeah, I don't. I didn't either up to a point, but you know, I kind of laughed really hard because, you know, don't fucking read my stuff. You're not going to be happy if you sit there and read over my shoulder. You, you have know, only at, yourself at point, to blame. Yeah, at this point, he um, has hit the point where he does not look at what I write. Okay, um, although I have read Takira um, some of his suggestions for various um additions to you know romantic scenes <laughs> he needs to stop let's just put it that way <laughs> let's put it this way he he's got this thing about purple prose he hasn't met prose that's purple enough for him <laughs> that's something we can discuss ot purple prose don't use them you know? ever I was reading a, um excerpt from Amazon. I was looking for something to read today when I was on my tablet, and um, I downloaded something, and it was a male writer, and I'm picking on OT because of this. Um, and uh, He can deal with it. He used the word penis instead of cock or dick mm-hmm. or prick. Um, he used penis exclusively. Don't do this. Penis, penis, penis. It's not sexy. Mm-mm. It's not sexy at all. It doesn't even come close well, to sexy. It's like the opposite of sexy. It's like the anti-sexy? Yes. It's the um, anti-sexy. Uh, yeah. It's the anti-sexy. I got... Sexy. Where is my... No! I ran out of energy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was just about to get another so kill. <laughs> no, okay. I. This is this is the waiting. husband example of. This is the husband example of of purple prose, and I'm sorry, Kira. His turgid oh, no. number you again violated her tempo. Turgid, yes. turgid. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't use the word turgid. Oh, oh. <laughs> Things not to do during rough trade. It is yes. terrible. You know what I think of when I hear the word turgid? Turd? Bloated. I think bloated uh-huh. and rotten and swollen mm-hmm. like a corpse. That's what I think. Oh, like that one episode I of CSI where they found that dude in the bathtub. He'd been there for exactly. like a week. Yeah, exactly. They like poked him and he and exploded. There oh, is nothing God. sexy about the word turgid. Um... What season was that? I know Nick was still on it, and it was when Grissom was there. Anybody know where the exploding bathroom tub corpse thing came from? What season? There was an episode oh. of um, You're welcome, Bones Chris. where the corpse exploded, too. That's just nasty. It was kind of cool to see. Yeah, my, my <laughs> it favorite... It really kind of wasn't. My, yeah, no. My <laughs> favorite abiding memory of early seasons of CSI, which is... CSI over in Vegas is where they found a body in a shopping cart and it was all folded up and Grissom moved something because he saw something moving and a rat crawled out of her mouth. Ah, oh, gross. Yeah. Oh. gross. I'll tell you I what, mean, as, as nasty problem. as CSI has been, 
Nothing has made me throw up like bones. I have thrown up watching bones more time than I can I can even count. Mm-hmm. We've been directed. There was that to go one I can't about. even actually talk about it completely, so I'm gonna give you a very um brief description. The body mm, I just gag a little. The body was in a dumpster. <coughs> Sorry, hold on. All right, that's enough of that. No, never we're, mind, done, never we're mind. done. We're done. We're done. It was the dude in oh the dumpster. Just, it was bad. It was bad. Yes, apparently. Um, monster cocks and the fact that men who get who have them can't get hard. If you're oh, if you're writing a character, <laughs> okay, and you're having him have a impressive cock, dong, schlong, whatever you want to have it as. If he has a wonder cock and it is a third leg, he's not going to get hard. Okay. Oh, that that, that reminds that me. Volume. Um, I have to apologize. I forgot to do it. Um, what? Last week, I said my cousin's name on my radio show, and she listens to my radio show, and she called oh, me Jesus. and cussed me out. Um, <gasps> and she said, I can't believe you told all your minions that I have a sex toy collection. And I did. And um, I used her name. And... Um, she doesn't actually care about that part. She just thinks it's really funny for someone who spends as much time as I do um, harping on internet privacy that that I honor her in her sex toy collection. Um, okay. So I apologize for saying your name and for telling everybody that you have a collection of sex toys. My bad. Yeah, that cousin. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, the cousin who had her, her toy... Stolen because her daughter has sticky fingers. No, 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 not that cousin. Um, This is the cousin who has a whole collection of sex toys. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. She saw off the front porch. Yes, yes, yes. That yes, that cousin. It was bad. Um, Yeah, so she's listening, or she or she will listen to the podcast at some point. And she had a title suggestion for last week's show. Now, I oh, called really? last week's show, Let's Talk About Sex, and she said, you should have called that show, You Can't Lick Someone's Prostate. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Um, you can't yeah, lick too. someone's prostate. <laughs> I don't want to think about getting ugh, <coughs> So it just goes to show you that the smart ass gene runs true and wide in my family. Yes, apparently. Um let's see. <sighs> in case anybody was wondering, I did get to kill them. Alright. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Accomplished. Did they Saturn? Exactly. <laughs> Disclaimer: no. Senna is playing a video game. She did not just kill somebody in reality. Yeah. Oh my that. God. Sorry. Yeah, that. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah. She's totally I playing a video people, game. Not people. Yeah. Um. Going back to the monster cox. If it's Think about what. Think carefully about what you're putting on your character, because remember, people actually do pay attention. Um, you know, there's. 
I've read stuff where, you know, they they, they talk about... Um, Heard that's disgusting. Hmm? She's writing purple prose in chat when she just posted yeah, one. Gr- grasping maw of pleasure. <laughs> wow. I don't even know if it's somebody's asshole or somebody's pussy, but either way, that's not sexy for the record. No. Um, Actually, what I would say is that I've seen... Well, okay. I've seen nine inches erect. I've seen nine mm-hmm. and a half inches erect. I've seen a guy who probably would have been ten inches if he could have gotten erect completely. Um, mm-hmm. You get over, um, you get close to ten, especially, and this is, I don't mean anything, I'm not implying anything about a man's age, but <clears throat> an older a man gets, the less firm the erection is going to be. And if you're hitting 10 inches and you're 40, you're not getting the complete erection. Period. Not even with Viagra. Not with that. Yeah. Maybe with a penis pump, but at 10 inches, even a man in his 20s is going to have a difficult time maintaining a full-on erection. <clears throat> It's going to bend there's, there's and be a, weird. and Yeah, there's, there's a level of, saying, of ridiculousness. I'm just saying, <laughs> logistically speaking, that it's going... Um... Are you having a day? It's, it's, it's not going to be a great experience for anybody involved. Oh, we just made and also, also, I want to go on record that um, as much as the um, the uh, vagina um, can accommodate vajayjay, yeah, I can say vagina. I can say pussy too. An asshole. I, know, I can say it as well. As much as these two things can accommodate a big dick, twelve inches in somebody's ass is not a good time. And 12 inches in somebody's cunt is not a good time. But you know what's worse than a long dick? A super long dick? A super thin dick? A pencil? I've seen a literal pencil dick. It's like getting stabbed. (laughs) It's just not even... What? By the way, saying that he got stabbed <laughs> with somebody's dick, that's not sexy either. Just just don't say it. Just don't. It's, it's, it's really bad he when you stab know, his when, dick into him. That's not hot. Yeah. It's, really it's, not yeah. Hot. it's also really bad when, when you, know, you get the description or you see porn and you look at the guy and you kind of wonder, you know, because he's, he's huffing and he's puffing and, you know, everything's going great. And she's kind of laying there, or he's laying there. Did you put it in yet? I want you, I need you, oh, baby, oh, baby. Woohoo! <laughs> Are you in yet? <laughs> that was Let me. so enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you in yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the worst thing you ever said to a man during sex? Are you done yet? That would be, are we done yet? No. <laughs> no. Are we are we done yet? Runs a close second. Sorry. Are you? I thought yet? you were asking. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with... <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let me get that call. Because <laughs> I was in college, answered the phone, and it was my mother. <laughs> I I remember watching... Years and years ago, I remember watching porn, and he was huffing and puffing and having a good time and going to town, and she was so bored, she was doing her nails, and she picked up the phone when it rang and had a conversation, as from the waist down, somebody was having a good time. wasn't her, but somebody was having a good time. I had a friend that once read the Ten Commandments in bed before. What? I'm dead. She I'm dead tank. serious. Are, are we talking wow. about as the the different rules or the the novelization of the movie? No, she <laughs> was reading them from the actual Bible because she was bored. That's you depressing. see, that's a man that needs a label. Mm-hmm. And that label should say, "Don't fuck me." That label should say, well, he kind of had one after that. Don't get naked for me. It's a waste of your time. <laughs> you know, don't even drop drop your underwear. Just don't lift your skirt. We're good. <laughs> yeah, the word you want is boring fuck. You know, right? Um, I was, I was, since I was the the unhelpful person who sent her the the comment on ties that bind. Um, I was rereading it. and I was thinking about it. You know, what do those guys do who have the little itsy bitsy dicks in ties that bind? Have they actually? They learned you know, to come suck cock. Apparently, like like a Hoover. <laughs> but <laughs> right. so, is there surgery for these Not guys? Really. That that will you know take their itsy bitsy baby cocks and actually turn them into something useful, you know, or are they just look look? I'm gonna go on record and say this: um, there are no little dicks in Kara World. Woohoo! We're all okay with that. Okay, there are no little dicks. There are no little dicks in Kara's world because that's a fucking travesty, and I don't have to allow that kind of bullshit in my fantasy world. <laughs> Okay, I can take that. No little dicks. Not even Jordan, no. No little dicks. Nobody has a little dick. Little dicks dick need not apply. No he one a has a little dick. dick. He, he was a great, great dick, dick, big dick all over. Yeah. Yes. That's all he was. Oh, he don't compliment him like down that. So he could breathe. Jesus, criminally. <laughs> I, I, I got to the part where, you know, um... You know that 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 he was uh, whipped mute by I can't pronounce his name either. <laughs> and I sat there, and my whole reaction to that was just smug. All right, I'm happy with this. You know. <clears throat> Whenever I, I, I read that one, happy. and that's um that's what a lovely agony. I think so. No. Uh, yes. 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 That's a lovely agony. When I posted that, I was still posting announcements on the McShep uh, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, not Facebook, Live Journal, 
And yeah. one of my very first comments, I mean, it was like a comment that got posted within a minute or two of me posting my announcement on Mixup was a person mm-hmm. berating me for my content warning. What? Now, in a lovely agony, someone is, for those of you who have not read Ties That Bind, the bad guy in Ties That Bind is a man named Kevin Jordan, and he's one of the bad guys. And in a lovely mm-hmm. agony, he's played alive with a bullwhip. And he's a douche. So he deserves he's, it. And, and he has that shit coming. Um, he's a disrespectful mm-hmm. asshole. And uh, he was rude to Maddie and Miko. It was more oh, than rude. It was, but any regardless, um, I had a warning on that fic that said that it might be difficult for sensitive readers to read this. And the person mm-hmm. who had never read anything from Ties That Bind and didn't bother to read that particular installment either berated me for assuming people um, would find um, Slash something to be sensitive over. Oh, for no. How dare I warn for Slash? That was her point of view. I don't warn for Slash. I never have. I used to put no. it um, in my genres. I don't even do that anymore. If you can't figure out I'm writing gay sex, fuck you. If the yeah. pairing is, doesn't, doesn't make it obvious, then whatever. But, yeah, yeah no. I was berated for basically warning for um, for assuming that people who are sensitive might be offended by gay sex. That's basically what I was talking about. And I I was like, I didn't even know what to do with it, so I did nothing with it. I deleted the comment, I um, and I have never posted another announcement to that group. Yeah. They don't deserve it. Because it was just like, you don't, you don't even, you know, just... They they just this person attacked me for no reason other than to attack me. Apparently, because I had done nothing, absolutely nothing wrong, and all I was doing was warning people that it was that there was going to be a scene in this story that is extremely violent and disgusting because this man's flesh There's... gets whipped off his back. Yep. Oh, not that he doesn't. It's not pleasant. No, no, it really wasn't. Nancy asked Prima Donna. He was. He really was. But um, the person that commented. (laughs) Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of that comment, but eh, whatever. Okay. So it looks like we're almost out of time. And we've actually managed to fill all the hours. And I so, didn't um, cough up a lung, so that's an improvement. Hey, yes, this is this is very true. You, you've managed <laughs> to make it through. <clears throat> and not cough too much. True. So. But, oh, um, you know, I've actually paid, people will ask me to warn for stupid shit before, so it's not really a surprise. But it is a surprise to get berated for actually warning Mm-hmm. And the assumption yeah, that they made based on the warnings that I had on my fic, and um, it was just you know, yeah. There's no cure um, for stupid. Uh, yes, there is. There's a very good. I'm cure not for allowed stupid. to go on a murder spree. You told me that. Well, this is true. I did tell you that. Yeah. And I quote: "There's no Wi-Fi in prison." 
It comes back <laughs> to haunt you all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know. <sighs> Never let me have any fun. Exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I don't have anything else unless, you know, somebody has something for the last couple seconds here that we've got. I don't think so. Um, no? I have a Pegasus mount and I just killed somebody again. In the game. Yay! In the game. Good for you. In a game. I play Halo and Lara Croft, and I was running around. Um, I was in one of the original Lara Croft games, and I was looking for this. The mm-hmm. in the first one of the Lara Croft games, like in most of the Lara Croft games, once you get a gun, and she has infinity ammo in her little pistols. Well, in oh, one version of the game, you don't have the infinity ammo, and so I was running around trying to find the pair of guns that had the infinity ammo on them and um my husband comes into the room and i'm all over this uh pyramid looking for these guns i I, I know they're in there and i've forgotten where they are and he's like what are you doing i said i have to find the guns so i can kill all the people Uh (laughs) i keep running out of ammo in the other room because my guns don't have infinity ammo so i need to find the special awesome guns so that I can go kill all those people. There were like 80 people in that room, and it was ridiculous. So, yeah. Yes. I understand, Senna. That reminds me. If you pre-order the Halo Master Chief collection, <clears throat> you get the demo for the multiplayer on Halo 5. Really? Yes, really. Really? Did you... That, mm-hmm. I, I got a little... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Your happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, happy um, do I have to pre-order it at a certain place, or <laughs> uh, I think GameStop is the only one that does it. Okay. I have a GameStop. I'll double check though. I'll double check. I work Sunday for the Call of Duty release. Okay. I appreciate okay. your effort on my part. <laughs> I will send you a message on Facebook. Okay. Cool beans. All right. I don't I'm pretty sure it's, it's almost time. We're done in 90 seconds. So. Um, I want to thank everybody who um, listened to me ramble, ramble on my birthday. Um, I don't know what my schedule for the podcast will be during November. I'll make a decision this week as I'm writing to see how that's going to go. Um, so I don't have anything currently scheduled, but um, once I make a decision on that, um, I'll uh, – I'll let you know. It might be Sundays in November. I don't know. It just depends on my writing rhythm. Cause I, usually, I don't normally write on Sundays, so that's why I would think that I might move my show to Sundays. Um, so we'll see. Anyways, but <clears throat> you guys have a great weekend, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Shut up and sit down.
500 vehicles to sell, 500 ways to save. One month only at Penny Mitsubishi during May Memorial Month. Now through May 31st, we will accept your credit application. A $200 down payment and a $350 a week paycheck can get you a new Mitsubishi. Don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. You can win 5,000 vehicles with our 5K test drive giveaway. Visit BillPennyMitsubishi.com to qualify buyers on a free credit. Warranty valid through 10-year ownership on new vehicles only. One entry per household per month. Must be 21 with valid driver's license and insurance. See dealer for details. Napa know-how. You don't have to know fancy terms like ceramic, metallic, and calipers to know that this sound isn't a good thing. And now at most Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, you'll get a $75 prepaid Visa card when you spend $250 on brakes. Do it yourself or have it done for you and save $75. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 531.19.